I've been waiting a long time for this moment to come. I'm destined for anything at all. Shark, all right. Hey, hello, everyone. Thank you again for joining us with this podcast. This is the good, the bad, the whatever. We have quite a group for you. It's actually the same group that we always have, but we've got Brandon Avina, uh, we've got Kendall Starcher, and myself, Brian Johnson. So we're going to kind of uh, just recap some stories that caught our attention, probably talk about them in a way that only we could do, and hopefully you guys enjoy, and then give some commentary as we go. So, all right, Brandon, I know you're up first because you he's been chomping at the bit to do this. He's got a good story. Yeah, I do, and I was just wanting to get it out before I forget the details. Yeah, Br- so. Brandon doesn't like to <laughs> usually lead with the positive, but yeah. this we're going to embrace it today. Came in with no notes, was like, let me <laughs> nope. tell you this. Yeah. It goes downhill from here. Yeah, <laughs> the, the third story is going to be a little shaky at best. Okay, so the good story today is there was a couple that's been married for 77 years, and wow. they never had wedding photos. Oh. So he was... They got married in 1944 and was shipped off to World War II two days after that. So they just threw a wedding together because they knew he was getting deployed. So they figured get married before he left. So they didn't get get wedding pictures, nothing. So one is 97 and one is 98. And they're both in, I'm assuming it's a living, assisted living uh, place. They found out they never had wedding photos. So the place put together a little wedding and had Aww. a photographer come out and take pictures. So they did the whole thing 77 That's the years later. Yeah. <laughs> that is pretty cool. <laughs> so, I, love I, that I wonder so much. if there were more that happened like that. Because there were a lot of, like, as GIs were getting deployed, like, I mean, they were getting married right beforehand because they were probably going to get married to that person, you know, then they yeah. kind of made it official, but they didn't have time for a lot of other stuff. Well, yeah. And, you know, the, the alternative is, you know. <laughs> well, and the fact that they're both still alive. Yeah, ninety seven yeah. and ninety eight. That's crazy. And there aren't the a lot same of same home. Yeah, there aren't a lot of World War II veterans that are still alive, or even people from that Mm-mm. that era. But now that's cool. That is a good story. Yeah. Um, no, that was a good one. Yeah. I love that. You know, you should pass around the pictures and show us. I could. <laughs> Our viewers would love that. <laughs> well, oh, wait, yeah. listeners, we don't yeah. have viewers. We have listeners. I, I do have a picture of another one because you guys are going to have to see the other story. But <laughs> that's good. We'll, we'll try to paint a picture for everyone. Oh, you'll listening. be able to. <laughs> that's awesome but well i mean and this was i'm assuming recently like sometime in the last Uh, yeah i believe it was last month or somewhere around there you weren't gonna say like yeah this was 1978 no no (laughs) they were 98 and and he got deployed yeah Yeah. (laughs) hey you guys look old for 17 (laughs) (laughs) oh that's funny color then (laughs) right right (laughs) oh well so that's a good story yeah i love that yeah Kendra, I don't think either of mine are that like happy. <laughs> no, I'm very depressed. Mine sound a lot, a lot worse than that. You know, for for the next couple episodes, I think. But what do you got? You've got the you got the bad today. I got the bad, and we all know I hate bad. <laughs> so it's like a weird bad. <clears throat> but so a plumber found 500 envelopes of cash and checks in the walls of Joel Olstein's megachurch in Houston uh, a couple months ago. Oops. <laughs> He got called in to like fix a loose toilet and was like having to pull the tiles up around it. And when he did, 500 envelopes just like fell from the wall. <laughs> and first of all, I'm like, why would you say anything to anybody? Yeah, I'd be like, I'd be like oh. later. Yeah. 
me to shove this in my this trash bag. Just put that trash bag in my truck. Don't worry about it. But come to find out, I don't know if the two are linked, but the article was like in 2014, the church had $600,000 stolen that was never recovered. And the plumber got like $20,000 as like a Crime Stoppers fee. But again, I was like, sir, it's cash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> The, uh, the mega church uh, mafia is going to come after you. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Hallelujah. Found some money. <laughs> but like, how do you hide 500 envelopes, even in a wall? Like, what now, do you do? They... Just like slowly slip one envelope what in was every the, time you're the walking The narcos past? or whatever it was where they had, the walls were just full floor to ceiling yeah. and they were burning money. I think it was like a Pablo Escobar story where yeah. he was, there were family was cold. He just pop open a wall and was burning <laughs> cash. <laughs> well, and so were they like, offering envelopes or did they like intentionally like put like a certain amount of money in each envelope and hide it in the wall it didn't say it just said envelopes filled with cash and checks well because i mean I, I was just wondering like i mean I, i'm not trying to draw a conclusion as to yeah. who put the money there or, or should we be all right it was backed up to joel's office let's just get straight to it <laughs> there was a little slot in his office yeah, yeah. To a it was his private seat. toilet but, that, like, but like you know i mean if somebody theoretically like stole offering money and I, I can't uh, like if the I, the only thing I can think of would be is if they were like remodeling and somebody stole money and like buried it in there thinking someday they'll come back and take it out. I, I, I don't know. It just seems so Johnny, I did hear about this one, too. Yeah. So I was just curious. <laughs> but so if Johnny you're going to like hide an envelope of cash, wouldn't it be easier to just hide it in your pocket? Yeah. Like, Well, they don't want to take it all at once. So you got to wait. Well, but you have five hundred envelopes. But you, you, but you like, good mob movie. You can't spend it right away. But you can't like also one like envelope at a time. withdraw it from the wall all the time because you got to put a hole in it to get it. Right. Maybe the plumber did it. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying is like it could be somebody that was doing the work on it. Money went missing. I'm sure they had insurance, so they get covered for it. Money goes missing, and it was somebody else that stuck it in there. I, I don't really care. I yeah. wasn't trying to Air pass quotes judgment. Is somebody yeah. else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean. That's the thing. If it's buried in the wall, it all comes out at one time. It doesn't come out like intermittently. Right. Like unless you've like given yourself a little slit at the bottom where like gravity slides one out yeah. at a time. Yeah. Like a secret door or something. Well, good for the plumber. He found it and got a $20,000 finder's yeah. fee. I mean, I just can't imagine like it all like coming out of the wall falling. Yeah, they're like, oh, would you ever tell anybody? No. Right. <laughs> no. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> That is funny. So, and was there ever resolution or do they just got the finder's fee and that was kind of the last we heard of it? Yeah. The article just said he got like the finder's fee and that was that. He turned it into like his maintenance supervisor, I guess. Wow. Good Samaritan. Yeah. work at the church. All right. Yeah. I like it. And that was a bad story? I mean. Yeah. See, I don't like bad stories. Depends on who it was bad for. <laughs> but I was like, yeah. It was bad for the dude that shoved it in there. Yeah. The maintenance Dang supervisor's it. like, oh, he's fired. <laughs> I'm just saying he's he's gonna be fired. Yeah. I don't I don't really know why. Just gut feeling. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty funny. Well, I mean, I guess that one was a national news story because I mean I was aware of it. I didn't like read much into it because I mean, Yeah. There's probably plenty of other stories about that church that were bigger headlines at some point. But, <laughs> probably. This but, one was very mild. Yeah. yeah. I mean that's I you got me. I, I don't really know. Did we ever hear how much money it was? No, it just in it was like kind of an unrelated sidebar that was like there was six hundred thousand dollars missing in twenty fourteen that was never like recovered or solved. But I don't know if this five hundred envelopes totaled six hundred grand. 
because that's over. That's a lot of money. It's a lot of money per envelope. Yeah. yeah. Man, better check my walls. Yeah. So like it could be that, or this could be somebody else is missing money hiding in a church. I I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think we've got a lot of liberty here to to speculate. Right. Oh, uh, that's my specialty. Yeah. <laughs> It's yeah, not it's a, a very like theory. loose it's article. Just the what is. I just need a nugget of fact, and then I can go for <laughs> make yeah. my own conclusions. It, like, it, I remember uh, just because I think I saw this recently. Winston Churchill that was like, "Every truth needs to be escorted by a bodyguard of lies." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. Timely as well. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, so I guess that means I've got the whatever. Are we ready to move on, or was there more about this Joel Osteen thing? Does it? Huh? That was yeah. it. Good? I'm good. Like All right. Well, so I, I don't really, so my whatever, I kind of, my my criteria for this was there's some good, some bad in this, but this, you know, obviously you guys probably remember earlier in, or in 2021, Dustin Diamond, who played Screech on Saved by the Bell, mm. died. Now the, the rough part about that is, is like, I guess he, you know, with the story, he figured out that he had cancer. And three weeks after being diagnosed, he passed away. So it was like ultra aggressive. He was 44 years old. And that that's kind of not the good part that he passed on, but like a lot of people kind of came out to support him. And, you know, they're like, you know, he's also a stand-up comedian. So he did a lot of stuff outside of Saved by the Bell. I think he was on several reality shows that were out there too. So sad to always see somebody go, but, you know, you always get when somebody's that young, there's also a lot of people that they know that are going to chime in and kind of wish him well. But the, the bad part about it is it was just a reminder of, I don't know how much you heard about like his life after Saved by the Bell, but the two things I recalled happening, you did. He was married to a rodeo clown. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so there was some. Silently some raise his hand. <laughs> yeah. I have a fun fact. So there was that. He, he I guess he kind of came out and did have not did not have nice things to say to his former cast members about things that happened on the set. So when he revealed that, that didn't, I don't think that went, I think it went down like a rat sandwich Mm -hmm. um, with his co-stars. And then he was arrested for knifing a guy in a bar fight in Wisconsin. So he spent three months in jail. I do remember his mugshot. Yeah. So it's almost like, uh, yeah, it's kind of borders on the like celebrate his life. But then you also remember like kind of the in-between stuff. But what was that about the rodeo? Like he, he was married to a rodeo clown. (laughs) Period. We definitely need to do this podcast <laughs> on air so we can show pictures. Yeah, and then there was another thing where uh, the radio station I used to listen to in L.A., he came in and they actually threw him out. It was him and another guy, and he was sitting on the, like in the interview just making weird-ass noises, just <laughs> making noises, and there was like, he was like, well, and he totally tossed his ass out of the studio. I'm like, who gets thrown out of a studio? Yeah, as a guest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe if you knife a guy at a bar, but well, because the thing I always remembered about him was like the character that he played on Saved by the Bell. He's one of the few people that like, I actually thought it's like Kramer from Seinfeld. Like that person was meant to be that character and probably is in real life. Yes. Oh, a thousand percent. (laughs) So like you watch it, everybody else in there was acting. I felt he was just showing up to work. Right. He didn't know this wasn't real. (laughs) Just say this. (laughs) He still thought he was in high school. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty good. So that was the story I grabbed, but it it reminded me like, wow, that, I mean, how long has it been since that show? Because I was like, yeah, he's 44. That feels about right. But I mean, and unfortunately he passed on, but yeah, he, that show, like they even did a rekindle of the show on, I don't, one of the, I think it's Netflix. It might be Hulu. I'm unsure. Yeah. They had, all I remember is Zach Morris, that big ass 
white phone with the big ass <laughs> antenna on it, the brick phone. Yep. <laughs> it's not the briefcase, but the other one that came right after it. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's wild. Yeah. So, I mean, that was a, that was an interesting one that I came across and it was a reminder because I remember seeing this story and I was like, oh, that's too bad. But I didn't really read much into it. So like kind of reading and what people were saying. I mean, he got the, a lot of the social media posts and stuff like that from his co-stars, but I don't know how much they talked between then and, and like his passing because it sounded like he, he burned down those yeah, bridges. Say, it sounded <laughs> like he, he was a, a bull in a china shop when it came to that yeah. kind of stuff. Their like PR manager made them post something. <laughs> Exactly. So, and none of it was too long. So it didn't strike me that maybe there was a great relationship still there, but have a great summer. <laughs> <laughs> Just remember the like mugshot and being like, that feels right. Yeah. <laughs> that looks, I, that looks about he right. He just always struck me as the guy that like, whatever you would think is out of the ordinary or peculiar, that was normal. Yeah. Yeah. And that's really, I don't have a lot more to say. Like he definitely but, owned an iguana. You know? Yeah, like. on a leash, <laughs> on a leash, like right next yeah. to it. Like, it's not like the guy that owns the baby giraffe that's like filthy rich and right. just wants one to show off. Like, he is an iguana because like, you know, I don't know. I see that. Right. And like it's that. like probably named like Mary. And like he talks about it to his friends like, oh, you, my mom is watching Mary. Like, it's a whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> Pictures of those two like in a photo booth and stuff. Oh, yeah. He's like had it since <laughs> high school. <laughs> Well, they do live to be pretty old. Right. And yeah. like once you're in, you're it's like a marriage. Yeah. You know, somebody, I need somebody that used to have a parrot. And I didn't realize they live for like 75 to 80 years. Oh, my God. I mean, that's a long-term commitment. Yeah. Yeah, that is. Whew. What if it's an asshole? Yeah. And, do they, <laughs> and they are the always are. Yeah. <laughs> do they repeat what you say or is that just a parakeet? Uh, no, they repeat what you say, but you got to like, I'm sure if you say it all the time. Which yeah. everyone has their thing they say, yeah. so yeah, I would repeat eventually. That's pretty funny. I'd love to hear like I, that would be the one reason I would get a parakeet or a parrot because I'd love to train it to say stuff that I, you know, myself. Eh, I'd probably still say it, but we always hear about those parrots that like outlive their owners yeah. and they get like handed to a like down a generation, and it's like uh, my grandpa trained this bird, now I can't get rid of it. That's funny, but birds are like one of those pets. It's like oh, I hate a bird. Yeah, they bite. Always, yeah. they always bite. They're so dirty. I've never really had a bird. I've had people that have birds. I've had like the little, you know, ones that last like two weeks. You know, <laughs> the, like the, the, the parakeets or yeah. whatever they are. The, the disposable ones. Yeah. 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 There's no money back guarantee. No, they all bite. Pretty much it's like their thing. I think like it's the how they equivalent test of like the 10 cent goldfish from Walmart. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. ones you win at the, the fair. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> from the duck pond. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Any other comments on today's stories? No, no, that, that was it. All right. Well, Take this episode and let's run to production with it, Brandon. That's right. All right. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening. Um, join us again on the good, the bad, and the whatever. We'll have another episode coming out for you here in another week or so. so. All right. Bye.